there are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Sean and Ted. We are on episode, what is it, 14? I believe that's what we're on. (laughs) It's kind of hard to keep track sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that one week that we were off kind of threw me off a little bit, so I'm kind of been off kilter since. (laughs) But uh, how are you guys doing this week? Pretty good, man. Glad to be back. Feel like I've been gone forever. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We've all missed you, Sean. (laughs) Thank you, Ted. (laughs) Well, Halloween's over with. October's gone. November's here. It friggin' snowed last night. I was very sad. uh... (laughs) Yeah. Nature said goodbye and hello (laughs) at the same time. Yeah, nature's like, (laughs) big old fuck you. (laughs) oh it's it was it was it was sad i was coming out of seeing terminator dark fate and like my car was covered with snow and i'm like no i'm not ready for this they're already predicting it's supposed to be like a heavy snow winter around here so uh i wish it would have held off until like end of november beginning of december it's been a while here and usually when it's been a while is when we get smacked man i've been saying that the last two years and it still hasn't happened so yeah (laughs) we'll we'll get one of those four or five foot crazy ones yeah we've been kind of fucked over the last few years around here because yeah that's what i thought it's it's between the like arctic whatever they called it um where it's been like negative 40 on a lot of days Mm-hmm. You've also had yeah, like that Arctic vortex. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I've been the Arctic vortex. Yeah. So between that and then like we've had like record snowfalls like the last few years. It's been kind of like I'm just kind of done. I just want one winter where it's for an area that already gets it too, man. It just makes it rough. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's been because yeah, like the last five winters or so have been pretty rough. But, oh well, I mean, <laughs> we live here, so we got to deal with it. But, yeah, so Halloween's finally over with. I shouldn't say finally. I'm kind of sad, but I'm also kind of at that point where I'm just kind of all Halloweened out for the year. <laughs> so, <laughs> between all the movies and and everything. But, got some exciting stuff happening coming up. I mean, they've got a lot of stuff they've been teasing, movie-wise, but then also, uh, like, documentaries and TV shows and all that, and we'll get all into all that here coming up. But to kind of start things off, uh, our weekly Halloween Kills news or rumors or whatever you want to call it. So, this week... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis posted on social media a 20 second like first look clip 
of different scenes and like behind the scenes shots from Halloween Kills. Now there's a lot that's going on in these clips that she posted. Um, so I kind of took a little bit of time today and kind of went through that clip over and over again and just yeah, kind of saw seen one picture. So I haven't even seen the clip. I just saw that she was like in a stretcher or something. Yep. Yep. So that's the very end of the clip. So I, I kind of made some notes regarding this kind of some speculation about what might be going on here. Maybe not even speculation. Cause it's kind of pretty obvious with what's going on. It feels on. obvious. Yeah. So just kind of the some of the things that I saw, and I, I might I might have missed a few things because it's like a lot of quick action going on. But there is a flashback scene because you see a lot of old fashioned like '60s '70s era cars, and you see what I'm <clears> guessing <throat> is Lonnie uh, walking, and you see the shape kind of off to the left. So that seems to go towards that notion that they were talking about. You know that flashback scene featuring Lonnie. Um. So that's interesting. Another one is you see Lori's house in the background burning. You actually see Michael standing on the porch with some kind of tool, which I'm guessing he used to help get himself out of the basement. So you see that it doesn't look like he's like burnt at all. So it just kind of it doesn't look like there was any kind of damage that kind of happened um, with him being in there, which who really knows i mean they could always add stuff later too but like in the other shots they showed of him it didn't like show any real damage to like his mask or anything like that they showed a couple other shots of him they were kind of dark too though so you couldn't really tell a whole lot but it didn't look like there was a lot of damage to him you know burn wise or anything like that um you do also get like the first shot of anthony michael hall in video with him walking around with a baseball bat as Tommy Doyle. Um, obviously like you said, there's the shot of Lori on the stretcher where she says happy Halloween. So she's uh, okay. going to end up at the hospital, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, bracket works at the hospital. So I'm getting a, a somewhat Halloween two vibe from this. Yeah. Kind of. That we're all supposed to think not exist anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all it's all because John Carpenter just didn't like the way he wrote Halloween too. They were brother and sister. That's why this is all happening. Well, I mean, it was his story, so I mean, if he wasn't happy with it, I mean, why not fix it in his mind? So, but I mean, I'm liking where they're going with this. It is a different continuity, but uh, Halloween continuity is no, kind of I like 2018 like like yeah. I said last week in our in our video it's my fourth favorite of the franchise just you know that the only reason we got this is just because he's like oh I just don't like them being brother and sister well, <laughs> it's like, well maybe were... you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't drink a six-pack when you're writing a movie then or well so, you let's know. <laughs> yeah. well let's not just completely shit on Carpenter here because I mean they were gonna make the movie with or without him they just wanted to have him included well, he still so, didn't have to write it that way, so I do, I do. No, nah, he didn't, it's, and it's yeah. an angle I liked, and so yeah, I love, I love the brother sister angle. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it sounds like I'm crapping on the new continuity. Me. I'm, I'm not. I like the new continuity. It's just Carpenter's attitude is kind of what just irks me <laughs> at times. And Carpenter's my favorite filmmaker, me, and it is the only reason for them. I mean, I was mildly entertained, and I'm anxious to see the new one. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I can say I like the continuity more than the original. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Think oh, I don't. I don't like the new continuity more than the original. I don't. I just. I do like. I do like 2018, and I'm interested to see where they take it. I just. It's just that whole attitude. How this this new continuity came about was just Carpenter just being. Yeah. I don't like it. I just don't like it. Right. It's like okay, we get it, Carpenter. I get. I get it. You don't like it. Yeah. You. You made them. Y'all made the movie. It was good. You know, move on from that. Stop. You know, just get over it, dear Lord. Stop drinking when you're writing movies. <laughs> well, it helped him get through it, Ted. Well, and he's Lay going to <laughs> Carpenter, uh, you need help. Uh, I'll help you, buddy. You got to admit you have a problem. That's the first step. Jeez. Don't drink Budweiser when you're writing a script. <laughs> well, but then we couldn't have such a great commercial, Ted. Speaking <laughs> of, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, There's a company that did a, or not even really a company. It might have been just some people that decided to do this. Somebody did like a commercial. It was almost like a Budweiser commercial. But uh, it was focused on John Carpenter writing Halloween 2. <laughs> Yeah. And it it got yeah, points funny. for like being like the best like Halloween commercial of this year. Um, I, 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 I don't know if it was a real commercial or not, but uh, it might not have been. But it's it was done by a different country, so it was it was it was a foreign one. But it was pretty cool. I I, I enjoyed it a lot. But <laughs> yeah, so that's just a kind of a little side note there something to check out yeah just look up the john carpenter halloween 2 budweiser commercial <laughs> that's great so that's that's good i think it's actually on bloody disgusting so um i think you can definitely find it there Having problems writing your movie script budweiser will help you out <laughs> i'll make them related oh <laughs> uh, that's great so that's kind of the news that we got for regarding Halloween kills uh, for this week. Now, kind of moving on to some other news. Uh, Roger Corman seems like he's getting a lot of love here um, coming up. Which so he deserves. Much right, deserved, Rightfully yes. so. So, just kind of start things off here. Uh, Joe Dante is actually working on a Roger Corman biopic called The Man with the Kaleidoscope Eyes. Now, this is supposed to start production next year, which is great. Uh, one thing that kind of got me excited is that they're actually they're trying to eye uh, Bill Hader for the role of Roger Corman if the schedule allows for it, huh. which yeah, I think he could be a, a good mm-hmm. choice for it. And they really he want him the, for the role. He was the best thing of it, Chapter Two. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I have no doubt he could pull off Roger. Definitely. At first, I was like Joe Dante to do a. But because sometimes he's kind of quirk, you know, I like him, but he's different in his style of filmmaking a lot of times. He's, yep. You know, mm-hmm. Tends to be a little quirky and fun. But then after a while, I was like, well, that's kind of what's needed, though, because, you know, it's Roger Corman. Roger Corman, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the king of B movies. I'll be disappointed if Tommy Lee Jones isn't voicing a killer toy like in Small Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Joe Dante is definitely the right choice for doing this movie um, regarding yeah, his life. his yeah. career. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Hollywood Boulevard and uh, Piranha. Yep. Yeah. I know he helped a little bit on Rock and Roll High School, but that's more of Alan Arkush's 
uh, yeah. project. But I know he was involved in that a little bit. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting to see, you know, where they end up going with this and who they end up casting. I, I really do hope it ends up being Bill Hader. Um, I really do. Uh, I think it would be a good fit. But that that's going to be exciting. Um, we'll definitely keep you posted as we get more information because that's kind of all the information we really have right now is that they're supposed to start production next year and that they're trying to get Bill Hader for the role. So exciting stuff um, and definitely well worth it because Roger Corman deserves some well-deserved praise yes, for his, his role in everything he's done over the years. So. Mm-hmm. So, Heck, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have a lot of the films we love. I mean, and I'm not talking about yeah. from him, like from him. I'm talking about filmmakers who went, who yeah, started with between, him and went out on their yeah. own. I was gonna yep. say between filmmakers, he helped start to ones he just influenced to his influences yeah. on how movies are done and made, and not just horror, like in all aspects of filmmaking, just all so, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Silence of the Lambs wouldn't be Silence the of the truth. Lambs. Yeah. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for Roger and yeah, all of Francis Ford, of the industry, all of Francis Ford Coppola's movies, you know, the Godfather trilogy, yep. and Apocalypse <laughs> Now, you know, I mean, it's just it goes so deep. I mean, Hollywood has so much uh, they owe to Roger. Yep, they don't even freaking realize it. Exactly. I mean, I know the Academy a couple of years ago gave him like an honorary producers award or something like that. Uh, but the Academy sucks, so this is better. <laughs> yeah. Documentaries better. The, the Academy's shit. <laughs> yeah. They don't matter. They really don't no. fucking matter. No, they More don't. politics. <laughs> yep. Just suck eggs, Academy. That's important. <laughs> you suck on those eggs. Mm-hmm. So that's that's I great. I think I, I think I ruined my filmmaking chances. <laughs> I think you did too, Ted. Because they were listening to everything. <laughs> Don't worry, now, Harvey's, Harvey's got a deal for you, too. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Yes, I bet he does. <laughs> oh, man, that's the bad. And then 20 that's years so later, I can, I can cry foul, even though it was consensual. <laughs> right. Gotta keep that money coming in. Yep. I mean, respect. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag men, too. <laughs> That's where that's where our hashtag will come in. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to some kind of weird news, but kind of cool at the same time. Wait, you're, that wasn't weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Camp Nobby Bosco does these Crystal Lake tours, which most horror horror fans know usually around, you know, Friday the 13th and, and, and stuff like that. Now, one fan actually got the opportunity to go there and uh, he asked the camp if he could take a couple gallons of water from the lake. So they obliged. He took these couple gallons of water. He ended up making his own beer from the water. <laughs> People are going to pay a fortune. He's smart. <laughs> Drink well, great still marketing like beer. The, the, yeah. the thing is, he's not selling it nah. at least at least right now because he's a home brewer. He makes it mm-hmm. for his like friends and family and stuff like that. If you if you check out um, the story on this, he he like 
created the artwork for the bottles and everything, and he's got this blood dripping like uh, yeah, the seal. Bottles look cool. They look picture. fucking awesome. Yeah. And he's talking about if if it ends up, you know, that he goes back and stuff, he may consider possibly selling some, or I don't know if he could really even do that because you probably need a liquor license and all that, but. Um, that's kind of cool that somebody decided to take the water from there, yeah. uh, you know, filter it and, you know, all that shit to get all the nasty shit out of there and then make beer out of it. I mean, that's kind of a ingenious thing. And I, I'm surprised <laughs> that other companies haven't tried to do that based off of, you know, you know, getting a Friday 13th based beer it, or something like that in, to um, do it. Adrian King's got her wine that's named yeah. after yeah like he took that and just took it a step further on that basically <laughs> exactly yeah you hear it's that really Adrian? Cool you, idea. Guys, you gotta step your game up girl hey, she's this, this guy's trying to she can make it this guy's, tr- this guy's trying <laughs> to overtake you adrian but that'd be cool if, if somebody could actually end up doing that and you know get to the point of selling <clears> something like that because there's a lot of people that would buy that kind of stuff because there's yeah. obviously I don't even drink and I would buy it just to oh have yeah a, a <laughs> just to have it shelf to say hey look at that <laughs> right just give, just give me the bottle that's what I would say yeah exactly yeah. Can you just make me a bottle I don't need the alcohol just, just give me a bottle <laughs> so once again Friday the 13th fans are some of the most creative people out there that's for sure and uh yeah it'll be cool if if this could actually build off into something in the future maybe kind of uh moving on from there because we're going to start getting into some upcoming movies and shows uh to kind of start off though we did get news that creep show has been renewed for season two uh creep show was great uh, it was a great show for Shudder. I was really impressed. The best thing I've seen Shudder put out outside of Joe Bob. Yeah. So. I would agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, stories. It just felt like a, a perfect throwback to the, you know, Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters and Tales from the Crypt. All those good shows. Not just yep. Creep Show. Nope. Definitely. It was great. Hmm. But, uh, so that's that's exciting news. It, it, it'll be cool to see if they can build upon, you know, the popularity of this and see what they can do for next year. And uh, maybe get some more stars in, involved and whatnot and maybe even more episodes, you know. That would be cool, too. But, so that's great. I you they know. got the rights for um, Three from Hell also, so... Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to be streaming on there too, which will be great. Now they just um, got to spend money on their servers, right, Ted? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got three from hell. <laughs> no, I yeah. know. I just meant because their service keeps getting better. They just need to spend some money on that. Yeah, I'll, I I'll be th- honest. I got it through Amazon now that I haven't used the live one in a long time. So I, I've been using the live one a lot lately and their service has gotten a lot better. So I'm sure they are spending oh, money good. under the servers. Awesome. Um, knock on wood, knock on wood. I haven't had any issues in the last three or four months. So not it crashing, not it freezing up. I haven't had any issues cool. whatsoever. So yeah, I had both for a while and didn't even realize it. I was like, holy crap, I'm spending too much money on this for no reason. <laughs> so right. I, I canceled the live one cause I was like, I'm not even using that part. Right. 
but well, I still PlayStation just Shutter, needs to hurry so. up and get their version of the app, you know, because Shutter's been yeah, yeah. saying that they've been trying to work with them on it. But I mean, it would yeah. be great, Sony's especially. Yeah, Sony's very particular with a lot of things, but that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> so, so to kind of look at some of the upcoming uh, movies and shows, so first we're taking a look at Aqua Slash. Now this has been hitting film festivals, and it, I didn't find a release date yet on this, but this looks really good. <laughs> yes, it looked hilarious, man. The thing that got me was the blood flowing down the water slide. Yeah. It was almost like The Shining. It was a great touch. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they should release it summertime, man, when everybody's going to the parks. It's the best yep. time for that to come out. It'd be great. Yeah, the extra I can... element of fear. <laughs> going down right. the water slide <laughs> it makes me want to see a haunted water slide open up somewhere <laughs> yeah no kidding not that one that actually kills you <laughs> right oh those girls flying into the blades at the end of it <laughs> yeah. I'm I was like, like yes. oh, no wonder there was so much shit falling down the slide <laughs> <laughs> yeah that looks so that'll be interesting mm. but um, so yeah, no release date currently on that one. Um, we'll let you know if we end up getting a release date, um, or more information regarding it, because there's not a really a whole lot of information either, other than that it's had been hitting film festivals. So, um, now one that's coming out actually soon, actually there's two that are coming out here shortly in December, but to kind of start things off here on a December 10th, we've got American Hunt. Now this gave me the vibe that The Hunt was giving before that got pulled by Paramount because everybody yeah. turned into a crybaby. Yeah, the article I came across kind of said, here's the replacement to fill the void. <laughs> so. Yeah, it looks all right, man. Looks like it might have a little corniness to it. Yeah. I thought I'd give it a shot and see what's up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my favorite movie like that wasn't even a horror flick. It was Surviving the Game with um, Ice-T. Yep. Where they hunt him now. And <laughs> so I always compare those movies to that for whatever reason. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how people react to this. And it, maybe people won't react to it just because it is an independent film. Yeah, it's not like it's widely released. The radar. So yeah. At least something got to come out that. I don't even know why the other was considered controversial to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. There were I guns in it, and it was not fair because someone got shot the day before or something. Something, and there was a whole political <laughs> thing, and yeah, we're not, we'll not, we'll, we'll, we won't get into that. So, yeah. but it was all political bullshit, and a lot of crybabies complaining and getting the movie pulled. So, yeah, eventually it'll come out, man. So. Yeah. I'm they pulled so. collateral. Wasn't it collateral damage with Arnold? They pulled at nine eleven. Yeah, yep, yeah. That, that's, that yep, eventually it. came out. So, <laughs> yeah, time will tell. That's for sure. Now, kind of moving on from there. Now, this next one is a little weird for my taste. Um, it looks interesting, but this is coming out December sixth of this year. It's called Little Joe. Um. It, yeah, it looked re- really weird to me. The only thing that I liked was the score, man. Like the music, yeah, definitely was unnerving. 
But I was like, I don't know. I think it's the music that was making me feel that way more than it was the actual scenes they were showing. So, right. Yeah. But an interesting outlook on <laughs> anti-depression, I guess. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I took it, anyways. So. It's 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 piqued my interest because it's so peculiar with the with the trailer. It's probably gonna be one that I'll wait for streaming just because it it I've, seems I've a little on, too weird. I think the the lead the main actress she um has won a few awards at a few different okay shows. Like I think hmm. she got the best actress at cons when they showed the film and something. Else. Okay. So. Well, might be worth checking out. Yeah. It reminded yeah, me of a Netflix movie for some reason too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know really what to say about it otherwise, other than it just seems really weird. <laughs> Which you know could be either good or bad. Yeah, it could exactly. either go either way. So. But yeah, Little Joe coming out on December 6th. Now, looking forward to 2020 here for a minute. Now, there's not really a release date currently for it, but it's called I Scream on the Beach. Now, this looks like cheesy grindhouse type of fun movie. Yeah, I wasn't like hugely impressed, but what I did like was the grindhouse 80s all the way with the trailer so yep and i'll watch anything that looks like that and give it a try once so (laughs) exactly it's yeah that whole aesthetic with them like what is it downgrading the the look of the footage to make it look Mm -hmm. like it's off of vhs or old film reel i i I like that i I I always get a kick out of that makes me wish i could find like for a decent price an old freaking camera like to actually film something Fine. Oh, Some definitely. Actual, it'd be awesome to film on yeah. something like that, man. And then the possibilities are limitless on what you can do with it as far as upgrading and downgrading and everything. Exactly. Yeah, this one kind of gave me... Uh, it reminded me a lot of Peter Jackson's first movie, Bad Taste. Just kind of the look and, and stuff and yeah. kind of the violence yeah, in I it. I can feel that. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that a lot, um, which I love Bad Taste. It's, it's great fun. Yeah, that's a fun one. And, uh, that in a long time. Oh God, I I watched that actually about a month ago, because it was on. It was actually on. I think it was on Shutter. Actually, I think <laughs> that's where it was, or it was Amazon Prime. One of the two. It was either Amazon Prime or or Shutter. But I, I ended up seeing that. I'm like, yes, I gotta watch this because I haven't seen it in years. And oh, just as great as I remember it. <laughs> so <laughs> low budget and so good. Just to see like where he came from, and you know, compared to all the blockbuster yeah. award-winning movies he does now, gives you hope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So the next one that we're kind of looking at actually already came out. This actually came out at towards the end of October on the twenty-fifth, and this actually premiered at the Austin Film Festival on that date. It's called The Vice Guide to Bigfoot. <laughs> This looks hilarious. They look great, man. They're mocking the hell out of Vice, and they're just having a good time. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> oh, my God. 
at the end where there's like he's got normal vision he's got normal vision <laughs> they start running <laughs> oh my god it's so good it's about time somebody mocked vice so. <laughs> yeah i love sure. vice but they need to be mocked man because they can be kind of corny <laughs> that's for sure Oh, so that that's got me. That gave yeah, me a lot of high hopes. I, I was ready to see that one. I was like, man, I need to find this. Yeah, I love those mockumentary kind of things. It's it's great. Yeah, me too. When man. it's done right. <laughs> so that so. one's definitely probably the top of my list to look forward to. Um, out of the ones that we're kind of looking at today. Now, um, looking back into 2020 here kind of going all over the place but that's all right um so 2020 on january 3rd uh comes the remake of the grudge so this is the second remake of of this you know franchise i'm not a Um, big fan of the original juan mm -hmm. i think it was or the grudge i liked juan a little more than the american version the grudge but i wasn't big on either one this trailer though impressed me enough to I might I think I might like this better than either one of those so I don't know right well here's the thing because like with the grudge and even the you know ring the ring um I've never seen them because they never really appealed to me back um when they first came out girls is the only reason I ended up seeing them I'll be honest but Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought the grudge was like a crappy ghost tale. It wasn't very well. The yeah. Japanese, the original was a little more creepy. Because, I don't know. Sometimes the Japanese have a better way of getting under your skin. But Right. So, but I was this one does look good. Impressed. Yeah, this looked yeah. good, though. And I was like, wow, maybe I'll become a fan of this new franchise. <laughs> Right, finally a remake that I can get into recently. <laughs> yeah, so I, just because of the whole popularity with regards to like uh, the Conjuring and all those movies lately, it, it's not a surprise that they decided to do this. Um, yeah. But it, it does look, at least from the first trailer, it does look like they might have did a good job with this. Where I, it's got me at least interested to possibly see it. So, yeah. um, depending on how the wife feels about it, we may end up seeing it, um, or we may not. <laughs> you know <laughs> who knows but yeah it's like another remake of a remake um it's not surprising that people aren't coming up with more original ideas that was i had that idea like 15 years ago i was like all oh, these freaking remakes somebody needs to start remaking these freaking remakes <laughs> let's just get fucking ridiculous with it now right of course i was half joking <laughs> yeah so dumb you're supposed to make it better at least, damn it. <laughs> right. Not make it worse. Uh, which is what most of them do. Like that Rings movie that they came out with a couple years ago. That was fucking yeah, terrible. I seen it. The first Ring movie was okay, and I just never bothered with the other ones. Yeah. It was bad. Don't see it. Trust me. Well, yeah. That was like the only one not It was the, the reason... Wasn't it the re- used as a reason for not releasing some other movie or some shit? Yep. I can't even remember. Oh yeah, from for making Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Yep, that's what that's caused what that was. to be so that shut down. That movie. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, Rings. You're so terrible. You ruined it all. <laughs> <laughs> You're worse than Victor Miller and Sean Cunningham. <laughs> that's why we don't watch yeah. VHS no more. 
Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. You know, I tried to block that out of my mind that they caused the most recent Friday the 13th to not be made. Thanks for bringing up old wounds, Ted. <laughs> it was me, but it's okay. Hey, I've, I live to serve, guys. You know me. <laughs> All right. So for our last uh, upcoming thing here, now this is going into this month. So coming out on the 15th of this month, and this is through Shout Factory, is a 13-episode docuseries called The Cultastic Tales from the Trenches with Julie and Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this looks, looks awesome. fantastic. Yes, it looks awesome. Awesome that they're including his wife in it too, because she has a lot to do with things. So yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Man, it looks really great, and it's She's... thirteen episodes. So we get like good story, not something rushed and stuff missed. Yep, get to cover a lot that way. Hey, his wife's the reason we have Chopping Mall. Okay, that's right, and that's a great mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Chopping Mall, that is your homework for this week. Watch Chopping Mall. <laughs> it's a Dick Miller film, film, and you know I love Dick Miller. So. Yep. Every time I see Dick Miller, I just start screaming, It's Dick Miller! It's Dick Miller! Everybody loves Dick Miller. Yep. And how could you not? Great guy. Rest in peace. Yeah, this is going to be interesting seeing what they do with this series, though. Um, kind of expanding on just the different stories and stuff of how things came about. and Oh, it's going to be good. It's it's going to be really good. I've, I'm very much looking forward to this documentary yeah, series. Too. Hopefully it can inspire more like it, too, of other filmmakers. Yeah. Or maybe not just filmmakers, but anything, you know, tied to the films we love so. and maybe because shout is making this maybe they'll end up putting out a blu-ray set on it yeah oh you know that, that would be great <laughs> <laughs> hey if they're releasing the mystery science theater the the newer seasons on blu-ray i don't see why this can't get released on blu-ray either. yeah exactly that would be great i love me some roger corman that's for sure <clears throat> Once we, once again, that man is well overdue for his respect and due with regards to everything he's had a hand in. So, yep. Just another still reason. working too, isn't he? Yeah, working. he is. Yeah, he's still producing at least one to two movies a year. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Man, just never. Hopefully, it never stops. Just keep on producing. That's why I think he's still alive is because he just keeps working. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he's yeah. in his 90s now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes having purpose, man, definitely keeps you going a, lot, a little longer. Yeah, I agree. I've actually heard that's why sometimes, like, females tend to outlive men because of the whole mother aspect and, yeah. you know, grandkids and all that around. Gives them more of a purpose to stay around. Right. No, nope, we definitely. just work. We just work ourselves and party ourselves to death. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> I was like, that was depressing, Sean. <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of CLS Podcast this week. Uh, Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Now I'm depressed now. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not really depressed.
Don't get worried, guys. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> a little sick, but I'm okay. But, uh, so that's kind of what we had for upcoming movies and TV um, for this week. So, Blu-ray news. Now, Ted, I know we've gotten another announcement from Shop Factory about more things going out of print. What's the story on that? Uh, they uh, There's a list of movies, but they're not going to go out of print till sometime next year in 2020. So, we're kind of good right now. Okay. Um, they did announce, of course, you and I were very excited about this. April Fool's Day. Woo! Yes, I saw that too. I was happy, man. Awesome. Unfor- unfortunately movie. it's it's the 2008 remake no i'm just kidding <laughs> i was about to throw something Ted. <laughs> <laughs> i swear the picture i saw i checked to make sure no. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this i hope they include like two versions of the movie the one with the original ending when it got a little wild and, and then yeah. the version that we know but we'll just have to wait yeah. and see that'd be great um Vinegar Syndrome has announced that their uh, their their mystery trilogy box set is the Angel trilogy. So nice. the oh, Angel the an- yes cool. the Angel films are coming to Blu-ray. And uh, how come they never I, tie the fourth one in? Is there a reason? For I think because I, I think because people didn't really like it, and I think it was made <laughs> so many years. After (laughs) really, it's not necessary to include it other than if you want the complete thing, but it's not like a bad movie, (laughs) it just has nothing to do with the other movies. (laughs) (laughs) I think the third one one came out, um, in 88, and I think the fourth one came out like in 94. Yeah, like just everybody, nobody from the first three movies involved at all I don't maybe that's something to do with it maybe there's a rights issue I don't know right who knows but it is coming and so if if you bought the priest the flash pre-sale back like late early or mid sorry uh, mid to late September that's what you're getting um, they had another flash pre-sale this past week um, which includes it, and they're still keeping hush hush on the other two titles that's involved. So, okay. um, so have to wait and see for that. Those are, you know, there's a lot of speculation, but um, you know, everybody knew it was the Angel trilogy just because of how they uh, the hint they gave or the description they gave, where it's like it's it's basically a slasher film, but it's also like an after school special. Like, bam, it's Angel. <laughs> I was like, right there, you just it's Angel. <laughs> That's exactly what Angel is. Those are great yeah. movies, man. I, I love the Angel I, movies. I love them. Yeah. I was they're fun, especially, especially the... Especially yeah, I was about to say, the second <laughs> one's like probably the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Susan Tyrell. I mean, you got Rory Calhoun. Betsy Russell took over the role for Angel in the second movie. That's what's weird. As a trilogy, you have a different actress in each movie playing Angel. And it still huh. works, man. And it still works. <laughs> yep. The first, the first two movies were directed by the same guy, Robert Vincent Neal. the The sec, the third movie was directed by uh, Tom DeSimeon. I, I know I butcher, I always butcher his name. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, he directed, uh, I believe, it was Hell Knight too. Um, okay. But uh, 
Yeah, it's it's a solid trilogy. It's they're it's really entertaining. It's fun. Three three has Mark Blankfield, but you, you miss Rory Calhoun and Susan Tyrello from the first yeah. two movies. They're not. Yeah, it's still decent, but you do miss. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. The uh, the, the you have like a little have void a there. Movie. It's like Halloween H two O when you don't have Doctor Loomis. It's it's just Laurie Strode. <laughs> You're like, I want somebody there saying he's evil. <laughs> Pure right. evil, or at least have Doctor <laughs> Loomis shaking the students at at the school. <laughs> you yeah, see him? Where is he? Shaking, oh, man. shaking all over. But yeah, that um, that that's pretty much all I have right now. Um, there uh, or there's one more thing. The uh, their Black Friday sale, Vinegar Syndrome. Their Black Friday sale, um. Will include uh, the option to buy their yearly package for 2020, which is cheaper than just buying everything as it comes out. Um, plus, mm-hmm. they automatically just ship it all to you because you've technically already paid for it. So, that yeah. will be on sale during their Black Friday sale. Oh, cool. Awesome. And, of course, don't forget, we've got Silver Bullet, the Fly Collection, yes. and Big Trouble yes. in China coming out. We got Return... Return to Return to Newcomb High, aka Volume Two. I turned in my loan papers yesterday, so hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming out next Tuesday, finally. After five and a half years, five and a half years, we're finally getting it. And uh, the Blu-ray before I get him to sign it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it took this long to get this movie out. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. I knew they had to do some like work on it, but that happened like what two, three years ago, right, Sean? When they did that yeah. Kickstarter, and so oh, it's like, yeah, what exactly. happened? Why did it take this long? Yeah, I just don't. I don't know what's going on. I I just I had given up. I was like, we're just not getting this movie. <laughs> and Lloyd had already announced he was doing that other movie, so it's like, wait a minute, yeah, now you haven't even happened. released Volume yeah. Two. <laughs> but finally, it's happened. It's happening. We have just a week and a half, and then it will be out for the public, and we can see the crazy conclusion to this two-part story. I hope it was and we get to see, finally. and we get to see Lemmy one more time as the president of the United States. Yes, <laughs> yes. Taco Tuesday must be a hit. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and of course, don't forget that also next year we're getting My Bloody Valentine, and uh, yeah, My Bloody Valentine in uh, summer in the February, and uh, no, because no announced date, uh, no no release date has been announced yet, so it's just tentatively around Valentine's yeah. Day. It better be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like April Fool's Day, it's better be March, around. Yeah. Late March, right there for April 1st. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what I got for the news this week. Awesome. Good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Lots of good stuff to look forward to. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that Black Friday sale for Vinegar Syndrome. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out for yeah. sure. I need to pick I even up started... Pledge of Night from them. Yeah. And Unmasked Part 25 and Berserker. Yes, yes. I keep forgetting those about are, that. Those I'm are the three I want to pick up when they have their sale. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. 
You see, the only problem with the yearly package is, like I said, is they send you the adult titles too. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna get it. Oh, I was like, oh. yeah. I was like why, why can't you? Why can't they have uh, can't like a non-adult? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I said, if I ever get the yearly title, I was like, I've got this big shredder, and I'm just gonna like shred the adult <laughs> titles up, and and I'll keep the Blu-ray yeah. cases as extra cases. But I'm just like, man, why can't they have a separate package that doesn't include those adult titles? Because I don't. That would be that. nice. Yeah, just drop them off at your local thrift store, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some kid picks it up. <laughs> I walk into this, the daddy. the dollar store here in town. They have a Blu-ray section. I'll just sneak in and just stick it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Can you believe this? It was only a dollar. <laughs> That's kind of like what that uh, full moon grab bag thing that they did for the Halloween sale. It'll be interesting to see what I end up getting. Hopefully, I don't end up getting one of their trashy erotic titles. <laughs> I guarantee you, I you're gonna get, you're probably gonna get at least one because yeah. I'll just throw a lot of. They'll stuff throw so in. much stuff at you. Yeah, be a whole bunch of crap. Good stuff though. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. Man. They're great about hooking their customers up. Full Moon's awesome. They take a little longer in shipping than some companies, but. Right. Well, what's funny is that that um, that grab bag shipped out before my tourist trap and uh, Castle Freak Blu-rays. Oh, cool. So <laughs> I must already had like this week. They probably had like already a bunch of stuff like prepared, <laughs> and they're just like it's like oh, an yeah. assembly line. They just take it off the rag, like ship ship it to this guy. Right. Slap a sticker on it. And go. <laughs> They're like, what's in it? Oh, we gave him this the, the erotic box set. <laughs> oh God, please no. Forty fourteen movies or however many movies. <laughs> I don't need that trash. <laughs> I really don't. I just want to see your wife's face if that did happen. You <laughs> gotta give it to her as a gag gift at that. <laughs> yeah, something and just duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I almost but bought I'm Sean jerk, the, so the I evil that. I almost bought Sean the evil bong box set it's just a gag <laughs> I had a last I was like, that was so great last year when you were like I almost bought part 2 and then the free movie they sent was evil bong too <laughs> yes that's so funny you got it anyway <laughs> oh, oh my god that's classic yeah, which I'm, they gave I'm you the still... best one, so that was good. Right. Yeah, I hated the first one. <laughs> yeah, I I tried watching the first one, and I'm just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, it's a hard movie to get through because nothing That's happens. The one, not the one. Yeah, they stay in that one black painted wing. <laughs> like it's weird. that one apartment room the entire <laughs> yep. movie. That's why the second movie is so funny. I mean, because. They uh, they go to uh, South America, so they're outside. There's a yep. lot of good, just uh, there's there's more action to it. There's just the the pacing's better. The jokes are so much better. Yeah. The whole point is like yeah, the crazy. guys who the guys who smoke from the evil bong. They have exaggerated side effects. So one guy's constantly the athletic guy. He's constantly eating, so now he's super fat. <laughs> and they actually have him in a fat suit. It looks great. One one guy uh, he keeps falling asleep and narcolepsy, and the other guy can't stop humping things. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to South America. They like 
<laughs> the rabbit goes with them because you know you gotta have rabbit <laughs> right and, and to find a cure for it, it's hilarious I, I thought that one was funny <laughs> that's why it's my yeah. favorite because it's actually funny uh-huh. and you got the king bong <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. it's just this giant bong that's like made out of like Looks like a tree or some shit tree yeah. wood something <laughs> 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 and then the first evil bong comes back to life <laughs> it's just it gets so that's crazy that's funny uh, maybe you, I'll you have, have to check that one out. You have the female tribe, which they call the Poontang tribe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so Jesus. stupid, but it's... <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's... It's a wild movie. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, actually surprised by that one, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll have to check that one out and see what I think. But I'm still torn, though. I know I was t- telling you about this, Ted, with that Toulon's trunk, because that's still on sale. Yeah. Because I don't uh, have any of the Puppet Masters on Blu-ray. That would be the one to get, man. Plus, it comes <sighs> with the so, exclusive like, bonus disc. <laughs> yeah. There's so and much that, behind that also the scenes stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, like, on the fence, like, trying to decide, <laughs> mm, do I want to do this or no? <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. Hey, you for can pay. Explain. Full Moon takes PayPal, and you can do that credit thing that I did for the Godzilla box set, and pay so oh. much a month for six months with no interest, and have it paid off. Yeah, make it pretty cool. cheap. It'll yeah. make it. It'll make it so much cheaper and better. I mean, just you know, have you? How many Godzilla movies have you watched? <laughs> I haven't watched any yet because uh, of Halloween. I checked gotcha. out the disc and. Some of the movies I'm disappointed in because they still have some noticeable, um, what you call uh, tape marks, scene transitions, basically Megalon. I was okay. like, yeah. I was you know hoping it is, man. That prints that they're, they're just the prints are so old. It's hard. I think. Yeah, that that's what it is, and it's enough. it's not Criterion's fault. It's Toho's yeah. fault because they're hard to work with, and they they would not yeah. allow Criterion to do new scans. And so Criterion wow. tried to do some work. I was hoping Criterion would just adjust the aspect ratio to get rid of those. Because it's just very, it's small, but when you're reading the subtitles, it's like every scene transition. I'm just like, gosh. I was like, I've got, I was like, it, it's weird because I've got the Region 4 disc for uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon, and it's not on that disc. It looks great. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know what the heck is going on. The first Blu-ray for Megalon had it. This Blu-ray has it. I saw that but I mean, 35 millimeter, but that, you know, that's all another issue, but it was like yellowish. You could tell the, it had aged. Yeah. It's probably like an old drive-in uh, yeah. print too, that they used to show in the seventies, yeah. which would have been awesome to see. <laughs> Right, because yeah. Godzilla versus Megalon awesome. is Godzilla versus Megalon is one of my favorites because I, I it's it just is and but I mean you know not all the movies are like that I think only like two or three and uh, yeah I mean the it it's a good set I mean eight disc uh, bonus yeah. disc has a lot of stuff from Toho I'm that's never that been income tax time for sure yeah yeah. Yep. So I say definitely pick it up because, yeah, know, this it. will probably never happen again. <laughs> right. That'd be a great set to have, too. It's huge. That book is huge. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because it comes in a book. Okay. 
That's why I took the awesome. disc and I put them in two four disc Blu-ray cases. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where I'm gonna put this book at. <laughs> this oh gigantic. shit! I still gotta, I still gotta do that artwork. I completely forgot about that. Oh, oh yeah. Whenever you can, man. <laughs> That's a whole side note. Different. I different wasn't even thinking about. <laughs> I <wasn't> even thinking <laughs> well, about. well, now I remember. Because <laughs> we talked oh, about right, it that I one day, and to. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to find yeah, some time this week. It's, it's a good. Done. It's overall, it's a good set, and I I do recommend it. Yeah, I love Godzilla, man. Awesome. I'm so excited, and Criterion always does a good job, man. Like if they do a yeah. movie, like I'll usually wait for their version over anybody else's. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in Criterion now. Like before, I never used to give even a second thought to them because they were always so overpriced but now I see why they're so yeah, exactly. priced so high it's the same mm-hmm. way for me man it took me a second to figure it all out and I was like I'm paying but, for something that's worth it so. yeah yeah especially seeing scanners in Night of the Living Dead holy shit yeah. I mean yeah yeah both yeah, well worth it. Well worth the price. I, I, it's well worth paying almost forty dollars for a Blu-ray from them. I've watched that. Like, that's for sure. I've, that's made me watch that movie more recently. Like since I've had that Blu-ray. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So they did a great job. That's for sure. Because for the first no, time, definitely. it's so crisp and clear. Yeah. yeah. It almost looks like a whole different movie. <laughs> I was watching yeah. Wolfman the, the last night, and I was like, "Man, this is so great." I know that's been released for a while now, but it impresses but me. Some the of the transfers good man. though. They do such a great job, man. Yeah, they're Frankenstein. The Frankenstein said that's my favorite set. Yeah, they they, they did such a good job on every mm-hmm. movie. Universal did when they released those sets. Yeah, definitely. Another yeah. must have. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That one's Especially, cheap. That was like fifteen bucks. Well, unless you get a good I, I deal like say, I did yeah, for the whole set, because I got oh, yeah, that whole this, set for yeah. all of them for like sixty bucks. Yeah, I think that's I think it's still like around that price on Amazon right now. Oh wow, okay. Well, that's yeah. another tip for you guys that are listening. Yeah. If you don't have the Universal Monsters set, if it's yeah. sixty bucks, pick it up because normally it's like a hundred and fifty. Yeah. So good stuff, especially for Blu-rays. Uh, kind of moving on from there and into what we are discussing tonight. So we talked a lot about Halloween over the last month and Ted had the idea of talking about our favorite characters, but so we're going to kind of build off of that and we're going to talk about our favorite final girls in, in different horror movies and, and why they are. Yeah, There's a lot of different people you can go with, you know, throughout yeah, all really the different franchises and movies. I was, I was like, man, there's so many to choose from. So I really tried to sit on ones, you know, that were just my personal... I've always enjoyed and was glad she made it. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right. I guess I'll start. Yeah. So kind of thinking about this um, today and whatnot, because there was a lot of different ways I could have gone and who was my favorite, just based off of like the franchises I like more or, or whatnot. But I ended up landing on my favorite final girl uh, being, um, Alice from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4. Yeah. Or 4 and 5, I mean. High on my list, for sure. Like, I didn't necessarily pick a number one, but she's definitely on my list. 
Yeah, and I think the biggest reason why she's that high on my list, um, you know, for parts four and five, is for the simple fact that it's like her character didn't necessarily let Freddy get to her. Where, like, a lot of these characters, you know, they are just living in this trauma and whatnot and not letting it go. Or maybe not necessarily letting it go, but it's just like she kind of took what happened and kind of grew from yeah, there. Yeah, that's what it says. It's like, was you like get ready. to see her grow into something instead of, you know what I mean? Freddie doesn't yeah. Freddie doesn't scare Alice. Alice beats Freddie. What does she do? She gets knocked up. That's how Alice rolls, everyone. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at her character, she starts out as a shy, timid character. Mm-hmm. And even by the end of part four, she's just this badass, you know, getting all the powers from all the other yeah, dream warriors and all that, which is great. You know, getting an aspect from each of the characters. I love that um, fight. To be able to fight Freddie. Yep, yep, that was probably one of my favorite fights in horror. You got their powers. I've got those souls. Come on! It's like you almost—you can almost hear the Mortal Kombat theme playing in the back. Yep. Dreamtality. God. So she's she's probably my my top pick for a final girl, just because of the fact that she went from this timid, like shy person to just outgoing and just kicking Freddy's ass every chance she gets and, you know, actually surviving where a lot of these people will get killed off in like uh, another movie or something like that. She, she was one that never got killed off. Yep. She's disappeared. Her and Jacob. Uh, Yep. They came across Zach Morris and probably killed themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thing with Freddy's Dead that I didn't like either. It's just the whole... I mean, I, I like Freddy's Dead, but it's my least favorite of the entire franchise. And I yeah. don't consider the remake part of the franchise because that doesn't exist in my mind. So so Freddy's Dead is my least favorite. <laughs> because there's, like, there's no explanation to where Alice is or Jacob. And it's just like, oh, it's just let's start Freddy's Dead with this kid on, on an airplane. And let's just yeah. go from yeah. there. And you're just like, what the, the heck? main thing I like about that one is the back, some of the backstory they give, but it was kind of just out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I said it's like a Looney Tunes I forget Tunes when you cartoon. said that, man. I've never looked at that movie the same <laughs> since. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the Bugs power Bunny, glove. I just put on Freddy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just pretend this. he has bunny ears and he's Bucks Bunny. <laughs> right. When he when he goes by on the bicycle, get little dog tails. Like, oh my god, <laughs> Tub was right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how I view the movie. It's just one big Looney Tunes. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, Alice just doesn't even show up. She's not mentioned. It's just kind of weird. Like the continuity, just they're just like they dropped it. So I guess yeah. you just I, I mean I'm sure it's, there's a comic book out there somewhere or a book that explains something that, <laughs> I, I mean it was not somebody should get on that <laughs> but uh as far as I know they're they they're, they just forgot about them yeah maybe because five didn't do as well as they wanted to they decided to drop the characters yeah, just, that, that's exactly <laughs> they just reset <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah <laughs> so what do you guys got for 
favorite final girls or favorite final characters or whatever. I put a couple of them, man. I got Jenny from Friday. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, I don't know. She's just one of the most badass. Kick some ass. And even more badass than her. She's probably not typically looked at as a final girl. I don't know. But I thought of Ripley from the Alien movies. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually a good point. I she basically she was a across, final girl yeah, in Alien. She, yeah, exactly. And I think because she comes across kind of tough to begin with, she's overlooked in that way. But she kicks ass. And I like Kyle. Child's play, too. Yep. Yeah. She's pretty cool. And I threw this in just for fun, man. But um, Mark Patton, Jesse. <laughs> from um, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> he likes to call himself a screen queen, so why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. Touch me, <laughs> baby. Oh, no. And the thing with- this, this one's not my favorite. Um, Christy from Hellraiser, man. Because she was kind of just thrown yeah. into some bullshit that she wasn't, shouldn't have never been involved with in the first place. Right. <laughs> All because of her slut mother. <laughs> right. Stepmother, no, stepmother. Yeah, not right, her man. real mother. Slutty stepmother. Yeah. stepmother. What a woman would Kinda, do for a good lay. Yeah. Right. And that's one of my wife's favorite horror movies. It always scares me a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But going back to uh, Jesse from Nightmare 2. See, because I, originally I was thinking of him as being one, but at the same time, I, I just really find his character like too annoying. Yeah, like his <laughs> constant whining. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the it's... actual girl in that who is at, alive at the end is a much stronger character than he is. Than he is. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's the one that helps him get through the damn thing. So. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't Something for her, he probably wouldn't have made it. Trying to get in my body. <laughs> yeah, she's female <laughs> in the cabana you room, the and you want to sleep with me? Sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grady's like one of the greatest characters of Nightmare <laughs> franchise. Yes. Know. He's like, you come into the party, nah, grounded. Why? I pushed my grandmother down flat stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick, but he's so just Oh, great. he's great. <laughs> Robert Russell is great in that movie. I always hate it when he died because I was like, oh, man. Because yes. he's such a more better... He's a better character than Jesse is. And I'm not hating on Mark Batten. I'm just talking no, about the characters. Not. The characters. <laughs> now, I also thought, too, man, like, Jamie Lloyd is kind of, you know, she, especially yeah. in Five, yeah. Yeah. she's the only one left after everyone is dead. She has the big chase at the end. Yeah, so. She actually had three big one chases in that movie. Young, you know, young ones, not even a teenager yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had three big chases in that movie. She had the you had the false chase, which she thought Michael was after her, but it was that yeah. janitor guy. And then yeah, uh at the at the hospital. Actually. Then you had the corn filled in the car, and then of course the end at the Myers house. Yeah. So I mean as as I told De- <laughs> as I told Isaiah, um I, I was like, you know, you watch you I was going through the franchise again. And, you know, it just always strikes me just like Jamie is the most depressing character because all this bad stuff happens to her and there's no happy ending for her. Right. You feel so sorry for her. I thought I had to when I watched the producer's cut. Not that it changes yeah. her outcome, but I was like, man, poor Jamie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
She, I mean, she's a child. She already knows Michael's her uncle. The whole town knows. And yep. so she gets bullied for that. And then Michael comes back and tries to kill her. And then she gets, like, taken over by his evil and stabs her foster mother, only to be put in a hospital for an entire year. And she can't talk now. It, it made her mute. And then Michael comes back again and tries to kill her. He tries to run her over. It tries to stab her. Chases her in a laundry chute. Does all this stuff to her. Then she gets kidnapped <laughs> yep. by the by the Doctor Wynn cult. And then either which version you watch, she either gets impaled on farm machine and or she gets shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Just like she she just cannot catch a break. Any everybody else no. in the Halloween <laughs> franchise that showed up in more than one movie caught a break at least one point She's or another. Yeah. She could have disappeared like Alice. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm right. not. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's just sad. It makes her a tragic nah, character. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you feel so sorry for that character, and I'm just like, man, poor Jamie. Like, like Sean said, holy crap. <laughs> poor kid yeah. didn't have a chance. <laughs> oh, poor girl. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Thanks for bringing my mood down even more, Ted. <laughs> That's twice in one episode. Even as a kid for. watching the movies, I felt that way. I was like, Jamie, yeah. just she she didn't have an out. She couldn't get away. Yeah, that's true. We should do that in episode. Characters we felt sorry for. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. It is, because I just thought of a few. <laughs> actually, let's, I'm just going to throw let's, one let's out there, because it's not week. that big a deal, man. <laughs> but that guy in Jaws that's like, hey guys, hey, when I was a kid, man, that shit bothered me so fucking much. When you see his leg go down, I was like, he was a nice guy, man. <laughs> Just trying to help the kids on their sailboat. Freaking Jaws. <laughs> Forget the little yeah, actually, Kittner boy, the nice guy. That was the last straw. <laughs> right. <laughs> but actually that's that's a good idea maybe we should plan for that for next week Sounds as a kind good, of a part two to this you know yeah. people we feel sorry for in, and then we can movies. make it a trilogy then add then the week after that people we don't feel sorry for and are glad that got like killed. i like that <laughs> so we have a trilogy now <laughs> see guys this is kind of what's happening as you're listening to this we're just unfolding our plan here <laughs> just out of nowhere so next week weird. next week we will we will uh <laughs> <laughs> right so next week's episode we will t- discuss um characters we felt sorry for and the week after that we will talk about characters we don't feel sorry for so <laughs> something to kind of look forward to as you're listening to this and looking forward to next week's episode so but um back to our topic for this week with regards to final girls um i mean obviously you could throw in uh laurie strode in there or nancy thompson um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're they're I iconic. Thought of, I thought of Tina as well. Yeah, and um, of course Tina. You know she's uh, <laughs> it's her um telekinesis that makes her stronger because her. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Halloween kind of Five. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't make no. it though. She wasn't a final girl. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just I heard the word Tina being <laughs> Halloween. I'm watching just, too much Halloween too. I know. I watched it for like a straight week. <laughs> Tina. Oh, yeah, Tina from Part Seven is is great. I like yeah. her. 
Damn. Or Megan from part six. Oh, definitely Megan. I always liked her character. Had yeah. a big crush on her, too, when I was a kid. Nobody yeah. drives this car but me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Summer in the USA. <laughs> and Tommy lifts his head up. It's <laughs> so bad. That was great. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. Oh, Alice from yeah, uh, Friday One. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll uh, start talking about my favorites. My favorite yeah. final girls are from the movie Final Girls. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you see, I, I did I did like a thing there, you know, like like. <laughs> What's funny is when I was researching, I came across a list that listed mm. one of the girls from that movie. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there really is only one final girl in that movie, though. <laughs> by all, mm-hmm. by the definition of a final girl, but uh, of course, uh, Jenny from Friday. Um, yep, she's just smart. Uh, Sean says she kicks butt. Um, she's not helpless. Uh, Rachel from Halloween 4, same thing. She is smart, uh, resourceful. She, My uh, other childhood crush. <laughs> she's she's a so good sister to Jamie. <laughs> no, she's mine. She's mine. Rachel is mine. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> she's like, you want an oinker for a daughter? It's like, oh, you're not an oinker, baby. You're just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love Rachel. She, uh, you know, she's a good sister to Jamie. She um, doesn't take crap from Grady. She sees him cheating on her, and yep. she's like, well, I'm out of here, Buster Brown. She's like, have fun with little Miss Hot Pants. And I'm like, you go, girl. She's not She's not begging him to, to come back in a relationship. And she dumps the coffee on uh, Kelly. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's I love great. that. Have some coffee. <laughs> Wise up, Rachel. Or Brady, or Grady's not gonna yeah, be the only man be a to another woman. Like me, lots of men. <laughs> Cops Great do it by God. the book. <laughs> so uh, them two are definitely top, my top favorites. And Nancy will be on the third favorite. Nancy is just awesome. Again, she's resourceful. Does all those traps with Freddie. You see, yep. <laughs> A lot of horror films have strong female characters. I don't understand why people are saying nowadays that there's not a lot of strong female characters. I'm naming them right off the bat, and they're smart. They don't rely on a man. (laughs) You know, just like you know, people get them. They don't. They just rely on pop culture and things that people just know off the top of their head. They don't go exactly. Exactly. You know, Nancy made all the traps and at the end of part one to get Freddy. She took Freddy's power away. Um, didn't really work out in the end, but, you know, she still right. she gave it her all. Part three, she's a mentor to the new generation of those kids. Um, helps them fight Freddy in the end. Sadly, loses her life, but Heather comes back in New Nightmare, of course, as herself. But has to turn into Nancy at the end, so I'm including New Nightmare also. Caesar's son. <laughs> yep. So you have Nancy from that franchise. Kirsty, I definitely really like. She um 
was, as Sean said, thrown into a horrible situation. Yeah, <laughs> she's, sure. she's in the yeah. hospital. Looks like, okay, I'm going to mess <laughs> with this box. You know, just it's a puzzle box. And then, holy crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what? I didn't know what the box was. <laughs> you opened it. We came. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I love part. I want to take it back. <laughs> I love part two. It's like, yeah, I did open the box this time. He's like, what was it last time? Didn't know what the box was. Are you teasing us, Kirsty? <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's great. <laughs> no more deals. Time to play. <laughs> I love, That's great. I love the first two Hellraisers. But uh, so Kirsty, you have that. Um, yeah, I'll say Kyle from Child's Play 2, with Sean said. She just kicks butt. She has an attitude. Yeah, I love she it. She has attitude from the start. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, there is one that we haven't talked about yet. And this is uh, going way back a little bit. Um, Jennifer from I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, yeah. 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 Best pick of the night. Good job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the ultimate final girl. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even need to explain Ooh. it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. You don't. <laughs> I still need to watch Deja Vu because I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet either. (laughs) I forget about it, to be honest. My next pick will be the girl from Halloween Resurrection. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks for that. Because I don't know. (laughs) Well, since I watched it, it's in my brain right now. Her her name (laughs) Buster Rhymes is the final girl. Her name was Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it was Sarah. I haven't watched but, that uh, purposely. <laughs> <laughs> you have... Um... Oh, man. I can't believe I forgot her name. It's uh, the girl from Puppet Masters 4 and 5. Rick's girlfriend. I cannot remember her name now. Hmm. It just, it, my mind went blank. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah. I'm the worst one to ask. She me. was a good character, too. I mean, she took on the totems. She doused the little creatures with acid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, Day that's right. Man. Day of the Dead. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She um, She's a strong character. Yeah. Sarah. Her name was Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, dopes up her boyfriend to shut him up. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he was a right. wreck. He's the reason for half the problems in that movie. <laughs> Besides the yeah. fact that everyone's tired and strung out and upset. <laughs> yep, he was having a nervous breakdown. That was yeah. A he was. He, he just couldn't handle it anymore. It. Yeah. That's my favorite of that trilogy. Not that that's the subject line. <laughs> No, that's, <laughs> in my opinion, that's the best yeah, one. Yeah. It's the most scary one, too, in my opinion. Yeah. You're trapped underground, essentially. It's like, darn. No hope. Yeah, the world no is hope. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are just some of my picks. Um, there's just so many to list, because there's so many horror films. I mean, you have... Yeah. Uh, 
Stretch from Texas Chainsaw 2. I freaking love Stretch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Caroline Williams. Bubba's got a girlfriend. Bubba's got a girlfriend. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. And I guess I'll add this. Maybe uh, we can include Baby Firefly from Three from Hell because the way that movie (laughs) was structured at the end. I guess kind of. (laughs) I've watched it yet. It's on my list, though. Come on, Sean. You got to get with the program. I have it. Openly <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> well, you could anyway. I'm not going to be mad at you for too long. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only just a little bit. Yeah, I gave Sean the digital code. I was like, "You're yeah. here. It is. You're right, watching this." <laughs> the last two days, and it's the unrated version yeah, too. The last two days, I was getting ready to watch it, and just family shit got in the way. So. Yeah, I watch it tonight. <laughs> you better shit I'll even watch it with you <laughs> I'm just a clown dancing for the man <laughs> oh it's just so weird you know I mean we knew it was probably coming but then Sid Haig passed away like the very week the movie came out in theaters for it's limited run yeah. it's just like that weekend I was like darn God damn it, Ted. Way to bring me down a third time <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> I'll just wait to have just wait to see what I have for you in store next week. Next week will be Great. even more depressing. Get your Xanax ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have more for you, more depression. Oh Jesus. Uh so any other final goals girls you guys can think of right now? I don't know, man. We've talked about so many, man. I threw a couple <laughs> yeah, out there I, I just thought of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, I, I really don't get that argument about how there haven't been any strong female characters when they've yeah. been always there in horror. Hey, Barbara it's Crampton like, from From Beyond. Yeah, that's another good one. But, yeah, so that's kind of our picks for Final Girls. I mean, there's there's a lot there. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys probably have the same ones. If you guys have any other ones, feel free to let us know. You can always reach out to us through our social media uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All of them are at CLS Podcast. Join us next week where we continue this discussion um, talking about the most sympathetic characters in horror movies. And then we'll finish off this short little series with the characters we didn't feel any sympathy for the following week. (laughs) So that's a great idea, guys. I'm glad we came up with that during this talk. But uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And as Ted always says, See you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.